following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. What's going on, everybody? I'm The Nightmare. And I'm Rotten Jack. And this This is Common Common Debauchery. Common Debauchery may contain mature subject matter and is intended for adult audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. The following podcast is brought to you by The Beard Struggle. The Beard Struggle makes quality beard and grooming products for the modern man who likes to look good while raiding the countryside. Visit their website, thebeardstruggle.com, to scope out their awesome product line and use promo code JAWS20 at checkout to get 20% off your order. The Beard Struggle, because everyone looks better with a beard. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Common Debauchery. I am the Nightmare, joined by Rotten Jack for another episode of Monday Night Debauchery. We are here. We are doing the thing. Uh, because of my schedule, we are on Zoom more often than, uh, than I'd like. It's always better, always easier to do it in person. But springtime uh, is always in the kingdom. I'm, I'm a busy man. Springtime is rough for you, man. Always. Springtime is always rough for me. You know, I'd rather I'd rather zoom it at quarter to eleven at night than not do it at all. Very true. Very very true. So, um, so you have a topic for us here. I do. Uh, I found some uh, random, like some pretty funny questions. More like thought provoking. Like, hmm, never would have thought of that. Or like, how do I how do I actually answer that? Sure. Um, kind of questions. Um, nothing's bad. Nothing's going to give us in trouble. Well, thank um, God. But uh, just some like conversational questions, I guess, to like open up a dialogue to be like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah. How, I don't even know an answer to that, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we'll start it off real easy. And this one is a good one for you because you fit this category. If bald people work in a restaurant, do they still have to wear a hairnet? Um, so I want to say no. I know you'd probably have to wear one over your beard. Yes. Um, but as far as like hairnets. So when we have people serve food at day camp, uh, generally speaking, if they are bald, they do not have to wear one. Now we, I can also tell you, we don't always follow protocol to the, you know, to the letter of the law, we'll say. Sure. But, uh, I don't believe you would have to wear a head net, a hair net, but some type of like, I, I want, I want to say, and I agree with you. I definitely, I know I'd have to wear one over my beard. Um, but I want to say you would have to wear like a hat, a visor, or a headband of some kind to stop sweat. Sure. Like that, and that I think would be an easy answer. And I, I feel like when you talk about, you know, cooks and chefs and stuff, they always ha- do have some type of headwear. Hat, um, hat or something on anyways, yeah. Yeah, a hat of some kind, like something that at least at bare minimum keeps hair out of their face. Um, yeah. You know, hair out of the food, hopefully. I know hats are a solid go-to. Um you know, I've seen guys wearing, you know, the, between the chef's hats and all kinds of different ridiculousness. Uh, I do know oh, yeah. I, I have seen a few guys that would wear like a, a headband of sorts if they had really short hair or like were balding, but not super bald yet. Sure. Um, 
So I, I think the answer is if you're a bald, bald, like shaved bald, like me, probably you wouldn't have to, but I feel like most people cover their head anyway. Fair enough. Figure that would be a good one to start out with, with you. Yeah, nice and easy. Kind of get us into uh, the, uh... Yeah. This next one is very thought provoking though. Okay. How many chickens do you think it would take to take down and kill an elephant? How many chickens would it take to kill an elephant? Yeah. Um, this is a great question that I feel like the answer is I don't know that you could have enough chickens to kill an elephant. That's kind of where I was headed to. Like, I don't know if you could get enough chickens to actually do it. Like, well, because it doesn't matter if you put one elephant in 10,000 chickens, like I'm, I don't think 10,000 chickens could take down an elephant. And it's not just that at some point you're limited to your chicken to elephant skin ratio. Right. Right. Like chicken, the chickens would have to like have enough room to kick and or peck at said elephant. And there's only so many, so much room on said elephant. So like, right. And the chickens are really only going to have access to its feet where its skin is like toughest. Right, unless they like like that flying jump thing that they do up onto its back. But again, uh, do you know when you hunt an elephant, where do you aim when you shoot? I, yeah, in my vast hunting elephant experience, I always aim for the the thorax. <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> no, so because of how tough elephant skin is and how like beefy meaty and strong they are the only direct kill shot that you have when hunting with an elephant rifle when shooting an elephant is in the forehead and by the forehead i mean like right between the eyes like yeah. literally like right about here that would because be go any that, would, higher, that would have been my goal is too thick and yeah. if you like you can't no normal hunting you shoot behind the um like behind the shoulder blade yeah, of the front arm, because that, that's where you get like the heart and the lungs and stuff like that, not to get too overly graphic on the hunting side of things. But hunters with a high powered rifle don't do body shots on an elephant You're because you're probably just going to piss it off. I don't think there are enough chickens with enough power. I mean, we would to have to find an elephant. We would have to find like the chicken kaiju genetically modified mutant chickens right like the like the godzilla of chickens would have to be the one that took out an elephant <laughs> yeah I, I don't i don't think there's i think the answer to that one is there's there's not enough chickens to do it period there there's not so this next one is kind of a Not necessarily like a question, but there are two types of people in this world. Okay. When it comes to using the toilet, there are people that sit when they wipe their ass and there are people that stand when they wipe their ass and each group doesn't understand how the other one does it. You're not wrong. just saying yeah no you're you're absolutely not wrong because i i definitely fit on one of those 
and I don't understand how. All right, which one do you fit on? I stand. I stand too. I I do not. I I vaguely understand it from a female standpoint. Not diving into the anatomy of it all, but I can understand it. But like for guy, like you you sit on the toilet and i think uh, i think girls wiping from peeing is a little bit different than correct. wiping your ass in general correct i don't understand like i can't i don't want to reach my hand down in the fucking toilet bowl right and, and now okay Plus, so i'm and, and we're gonna cut this fairly quick here because i i really don't want to dive into the toilet side of things too terribly <laughs> much but i do like maybe this is a size thing. Like I'm a, I'm not a small dude. I, I don't think this works for guys. My yeah, size. I just, I don't, I just, I don't know. I've always been a stander and I didn't realize that there was sitters yeah. until I met someone. We had this conversation, like this conversation came up randomly somewhere else. And like, can't believe like people stand and wipe their ass. I'm like, yeah, I do. Like, what do you mean? You don't stand and wipe your ass. Like, how do you wipe your ass? Really? At the end of the day, the thing that matters the most is that you do, in fact, wipe your own ass. The only time it's acceptable in my eyes to sit is if you have a bidet. That's a whole nother conversation. There, there's a conversation ongoing in our household of, of whether or not, like, of getting a bidet. I want to. It's, so does she. I don't know how I feel about it. Uh, dude, just do it. I'll do it. We'll both buy one on Amazon. We'll both do it. It's, I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, why do you vo- lower the volume on your radio when you're driving and looking for an address? Because you got to be able to hear where you're going. <laughs> yeah. Dude. I got to be able to hear the house numbers. Oh, my God. It, 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 like, it's, it's so funny because it's so, we all do it. Like, <laughs> turn down the music. I can't see. And like, I want to say it's something to do with like, like when so it's like you're tootling along in, in your car and like if you're me and the and the weather's nice the windows are down but like say you're going to someone's house and maybe like if you don't know where you're going so you have directions or um something along the lines thereof you know you have like you're worried about like pulling up and hearing like the um like them hearing your music or whatever, or, you know, maybe, maybe you're pulling up to uh, like for me, pulling up to a field, an athletic field of some kind. And I, I know I have a lot of pride in the fact that I'll, I'll listen to Insight and Backstreet Boys, but I don't necessarily want the opposing team to see me getting out of my truck, listening to little JT. You know what I mean? So like, oh, I a hundred percent would, but I mean, there are very, very few places where I would not. Like college, like co- like coaching in, in a scholastic sense or a collegiate sense is one of those where like you don't want to pull up and be blasting something vulgar or embarrassing or ridiculous. Vulgar I could get, but like I would definitely pull up like blasting in sync. The and the other, I mean, the other side of it is like you know you're not looking for just like you you don't want distractions. You like so like it's literally just the sensory deprivation to focus. Like just turn it down and start looking right right it's just always a funny thing like turn the music down i can't see i'm right. looking for an address and we all do it if you, if right. you don't do it you're lying to me that's all there is if to you it. if you don't do it it's only because you know exactly where you're going and you're just turning your music off when you get there 
Well, and but like, right, you're you're not looking for an address at that point, right? When Donald Duck gets out of the shower, why does he put a towel around his waist when he doesn't even wear pants? Uh, how about like? Okay, so we're gonna step into this one a little bit. First off, the not wearing pants thing is like there's so much to that like cover like wraps a towel around his waist and like that's just a thing that, that like you and i we all do it now granted we all wear pants too but i mean there's also times where like his shirt comes off for whatever reason and he like covers himself covers, like he's embarrassed right. but like the shirt came off it, it, like the, and the other side of that is there have also been cartoons where he wears swim trunks right yeah and, and like, I really just truly and honestly believe it is the the simplest explanation for that is just the visual construct of being naked. Sure. Like you look at Donald Duck and you see him wearing his shirt and his hat. You're not like, oh, he's not wearing pants. He's just, you know, <laughs> to to quote Deadpool, one of my favorite movies. He's not just walking around shirt cocking it. You know, we need the poo in it, you know, right. And on the other side of it, um, you know, so, but like when he's not wearing that shirt, you're very conscious of the fact that he is not wearing anything. So like wrapping a towel around him when he gets out of the shower or wearing swim trunks, like he's not just like, because the other side would be, well, he's skinny dipping. Why is he skinny dipping? But nobody else is like, you know, everyone else would be wearing a swimsuit of some kind. How about the fact that like Mickey is a mouse? who is best friends with Goofy, who I don't care what anyone says. Like Goofy is a dog. Yeah. You know, people trying like, no, he's a cow. No, he's not. He's a dog. Who and the fuck says Goofy's a cow? I, I've seen it. I've seen it. At, but the other side of that, like, so. At, like, Pluto is a dog, too. Pluto's a dog, and he's Mickey's pet. So, like, by that logic, Mickey is holding goofy's handicapped brethren cousin whatever as a pet like it's so weird and goofy wears clothes pluto wears a collar yeah (laughs) and oh my god let's let's just be honest like when disney was making all these characters they were all on lsd anyway so like everything's gonna be be messed up you'd you'd have to be on some you know some bad trip or something like I don't know. Like who? Like I mean, the very first Mickey Mouse cartoon, right? It's Steamboat Willie. Steamboat Willie, just a a mouse driving a steamboat, whistling. Mm -hmm. And that stemmed what we now know as the Disney Empire. Yeah, it's crazy. Unreal. I also there. There's also very very you know, somewhat documented proof that Walt Disney was like a Nazi or something. There's weird stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, he's cryogenically frozen. He wants to be brought back to life when we figure it out. Yeah. Wouldn't you, though? No. No? Could you see me as Encino, man? <laughs> like, let's let's be honest. Let's, let's you know what I'd be afraid like, of? Like, like right now, seen... let's, just, let's just deep freeze Jaws as yeah. he is in 2022. Mm-hmm. And let's fast forward. I don't know. Let's just say for funsies, a hundred years. 
So now it's 2122, right? And if you continue the world in the trajectory we're going, we will be 100 years more technologically advanced than we are now, which means we'll have like full tilt computers implanted in our eyeballs. Uh, Cars will probably still be burning houses down because they're still trying to go electric while telling us that fossil fuel is bad. And we will be, I mean, think about how PC things are going to be in 100 years. Do you think I want to be brought back into that? I have a hard enough time censoring myself as it is. But you could flip it the other way. Have you ever seen the movie Idiocracy? No. Oh, buddy. You got to go watch that one. It's uh, it's, uh, Luke, Luke Wilson. Yeah, Luke Wilson. He and a prostitute get cryogenically frozen as part of like a military project. They're supposed to be frozen for like a thousand years or something like that. Well, the world goes to complete shit, and he's just like your average Joe, like of average intelligence, like you and me. But when he gets unthawed in the future, he is the smartest man on the planet. Okay, Terry, I, I, Terry I, Crews I really is the president. The, uh... Uh, they wonder why they can't grow crops because they uh, water is not a thing. Uh, everyone only drinks Mountain Dew, and they water all their crops with Mountain Dew. Hmm. It's a, uh, it's a pretty funny movie, but it could like it could go your way where it goes super technologically advanced, or everyone could just get exponentially dumber, and me and you would be like the Stephen Hawking of. Yeah, see, that's a coin flip. I don't want to do though, right? Like, I, I don't, I don't know that I would want to be the smartest man on the planet. I mean, there'd be a lot of fun, but at some point, I'd get bored true like i'm i'm one of those people that in most rooms in my everyday life that i walk into i generally assume i'm amongst the more intelligent it's a fair assessment like and again i'm not talking about like my friends my family like that that's not like i I don't feel that way but like there are a couple very like very very um particular places in my life that when I end up in those places, I'm like, good Lord, I'm the smartest person in this room. And that's a problem. I should not be the smartest person in the room. You're like, I'm the smartest person in the room and I'm the lowest person on the totem pole. Like, and like this and, is and a I problem. There, and I think about like, so now think about that. And, and that sounds really crappy and really cocky. But like, I look at her, I look around and I'm just like, imagine being the smartest person on the planet. Like, imagine being right. like. And like the me who assumes to be assumes myself one of the smarter people in the room in certain situations, I look around and I'm like, okay, imagine like when I'm like on just a kick where I'm like, let's go on a like a bender of just stupidity. Like let's go tear a bar down to 4 a.m. and make debaucherous choices. There's nobody like there's gonna be nobody there who's gonna go. Hey man, probably probably shouldn't do that. They're all gonna right. go. Okay, <laughs> that's not right. a, that's not a good situation for me to be in. <laughs> I need checks and balances. I need someone to be the yin to my yang, right? Because yes, I I, I do as well. <laughs> I, I do as well. I don't need a bunch of yes men just dumbly go. Okay, okay, yeah, that sounds like a good idea, boss. Yeah. 
Um, why do you have to put your two cents in when it's really only a penny for your thoughts? So I have a theory on this one and I'm kind of just coming up with this on, like, on, on the seat of my pants. So bear with me. <clears throat> it's putting your two cents in because usually when you're putting your two cents in, it's you're chiming in when your opinion isn't necessarily wanted. So you're putting in two cents because the supply exceeds the demand. Like if one, when, when I want your thoughts, right, I'll give you a penny for your thoughts. But when you're like, I'm just going to tell you it, like you're handing me two pennies, you're, you're giving me more than I want. That actually slightly makes sense. Right. I enjoy the smartest man in the room over here. God damn it. <laughs> uh, I just mind fuck Gene. That was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie. That was that. That one was a little bit of a mind fuck kind of blew me away a little bit. Yeah, uh, you're welcome, buddy. A little bit more than I anticipated there. <laughs> a little bit bit off a little bit more than you could chew on that one. huh? Well, Th- listen, this is how my mind works. I, I cannot help how the brain functions. <laughs> it just does what it does, right? Oh, man. When did time actually begin? Um, so like who are the first who are the first people that actually started tracking time? I mean, that would have to go back to like the Mayans and the, the Mayans and stuff. I mean, and really like that had like it was it had to be the the first time like I mean, it had to be like, I mean, sunrising and sunsets always been, always been the move because like, even if you didn't have like, like we call them hours, minutes, days, whatever, like, you know, somebody looked at somebody like when that thing in the sky does that three more times, you owe me a a, a chicken because I want to kill an elephant. Like I don't know, but like, like. to the best of my knowledge, I mean, and to the best of probably anybody's knowledge, the ancient civilizations always went by the sun and the moon, right? I mean, yeah. And it's just natural because you can only do certain things by daylight because when it, like when you're literally, I mean, think about right now, if there were no lights on, it would be so damn dark. You couldn't really do anything. So like at some point, somebody had to be like, okay, well, like, we can't do this anymore because we can't see. So we have to start the next time we can see and like, okay, well, how long is this going to take? Well, judging by what we did today, we're going to, it's going to take the next three times that we can see to finish this. Like, so that, like they're like, time is such a weird construct that like, you can't, you can't exist without it. But right. like, is that because we've never existed? Like we okay, but time without time. So follow up to kind of redirect the question more towards what I think this question more meant, or at least what the direction that I thought it was going to more go in. When was it decided? Like when the split between like BC and AD is, because most people incorrectly assume bc stands for before christ and ad stands for after death which is incorrect right 
So, at what point what does BC stand for? Um, hang on. I used to know it. It's a. It's like a bunch of Latin words. BC AD. Uh, AD stands for uh, Anno Domini, which is Latin for the year of our Lord, while BC stands for before Christ. Oh, does it actually? Yeah. And well, and now it's now we're going by BCE and CE, which is before the common era and the common era. So like right now we're in the common era. So instead of calling it AD, because so so BC and AD is religious. Right. It's solely tied to the Roman Catholic Church and their um, their representation of the birth of Jesus Christ and or Jesus of Nazareth, Jesus of Nazareth, as he was called. Um, and so like, but the, but like a, so AD did what isn't after death, right? Because he didn't die in year zero, right? He was born in year zero. Yeah. So that's like, you know, so like, you know, it's one one AD. It's one in the year of our year of our of our Lord or our Savior, whatever the hell it was, right? Because like Jesus of Nazareth was one year old. The Savior was one years old. So then, and that right there, um, I mean that that is a very commonly and ex- like commonly widely, I mean, to the best of my knowledge, internationally accepted BC AD. Yeah, and like that solely stems from the Roman Catholic Church. Which tells tell you, you what, how powerful like, they were. A lot, of, a lot of that makes no sense to me. But for some reason, uh, BBY and ABY from Star Wars make complete sense to me. No, what's that? Uh, before Battle of Yavin and after Battle of Yavin. And what was so significant about the Battle of Yavin? When the first Death Star was destroyed. Oh, well, there you go. So, like, everything from, like, the prequels and the Clone Wars, that's AB, uh, BBY. So, like, the Clone Wars, I think, were uh, 22 to 19 BBY. Sure. And then, like, the sequels or the one, the most recent ones, I believe, are set starting at 30 BBY. I want to say 30, 31, something like that. Interesting. Yeah. It's just weird that that makes more sense to me because like with that, like I actually have like a reference date of, okay, the Battle of Yavin, first Death Star was destroyed. I know when that was. Right. So now that makes sense to me. Whereas like BC and AD, it's like, okay, well, who the hell really decided that because the Roman Catholic church. Well, yeah. Like, and it's funny. So uh, not that we dive too deep into, I mean, we dive into like the theology of religion from time to time, but we don't dive into the like ridiculousness of religion. The politicalization and stuff of religion. Um, Like, but there are people who honestly and truly believe that like, whatever the first recorded like date in the Bible is 
so you know whatever whatever year before jesus was born uh is how old the earth is Mm -hmm. which like by their math and their i like their ideals all of the dinosaurs either didn't exist and are a lie made up by the government or they did exist but they like dinosaurs were walking the earth at the same time as mammoths which we all know were different era, like, like millions of years apart and right like they were all well, strolling, i mean the like, they were all strolling around hanging out with like right like shortly before the birth of jesus like right know, and, and i mean you want to talk about a better story like mary and joseph walking through trying to find somewhere to birth this child and a velociraptor shows up i will say <laughs> watch that movie yeah Net, listen netflix movie idea um there's actually a really stupid movie out there called velocipaster oh god so is, is it like abraham lincoln vampire hunter i don't know it's this dude who somehow he's like a pastor at a church and he gets turned into a velociraptor and he like preaches as a velociraptor i don't know the plot it looks so stupid i almost want to watch it i i want to make a movie where we get to like play the game of if history existed the way we believed it did where like you had t-rex and velociraptor and woolly mammoths and like the first humanoids and like all of that running around at the same time, hanging out and like what that would have looked like. Oh, wait. Uh, Jurassic Park exists. Never mind. The movie's been made. Although it would be kind of funny, like a movie, Jesus Christ, like you know, Jesus of Nazareth, Nazareth versus the dinosaurs. <laughs> like next thing you know, like Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. Jesus Christ, bane of the Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> it, it wasn't a meteor that killed the dinosaurs. It was a spirit bomb summoned by Jesus. <laughs> God, I'm going. If, if, if the Christian God is real, I'm going to hell. I mean, I'll be right there with you, man. Heard. What else you got? Why do green olives come in jars, but black olives come in cans? Hmm. Yeah. Never thought about that one, have you? No, because I don't like olives. Oh, really? I'm not an olive guy. Oh, I love olives. But yeah, huh. green olives, green olives come in jars, like glass jars, and black olives come in like cans, like you would have to open up like a can of soup. I wonder, I almost wonder if that is like okay. So when you start talking about like beer. Why does beer come in dark glass or if it comes in lighter glass, it usually comes in a taller box. Um, it's because light from yes. getting in. So I wonder, I like part of me wonders if there's not something like related to like contamination. Yeah. With like black, like black olives are more sensitive to light camp, uh, more sensitive <laughs> to light contamination as opposed to green owls for whatever reason. I mean, I'm sure there's a legitimate answer out there for that. I didn't look it up just for the sake of like yeah, having yeah, a conversation. Just for conversation. Sure. Yeah. But it, it, it's one of those things like it makes you think you're like, oh shit, I never thought of that one. Like, 
He's fucking right. They do. <laughs> hmm. Um, this is a good one. When it comes to like movies, concerts, like any kind of ticketed event, sporting event, whatever, do conjoined twins have to pay for one ticket or two? Oh. Oh, okay. So are we talking like I, I missed the like, first part the, of the like, question. So if you um, want, like, is it like on a plane, a concert? Like, what are we talking about? Like a like a ticket, any kind of like ticketed event. Hmm. So and just just for the sake of argument, we're not going to say like, oh, we're conjoined at the hip, but we each have like our own set of legs. No, let's for the sake of argument, let's talk about those really famous conjoined twin uh, girls um, that are always out there in the. The, or at least they were um, it's been a while since they've been in the news or anything like that that uh, basically two heads one body so in that one like you like my 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 ruling on this would be one ass one chair right like however i do know for a fact that each one of them and i don't really understand how this fucking worked each one of them had to take their own driver's test hmm they each had to get a driver's license. They didn't get like one combined driver's license. They so, each had to get a driver's license and take a road test. I'm sure that has to do with okay. So and and this so this is what like they're different people, right? Right. They have so two like, different brains. So you register as like so I it's not like I'm you know, I'm the nightmare and other head speaks and I'm also the nightmare. It's I'm the nightmare. And I'm the daydream. So like we're two different people, right? So like, yeah, despite the and like it, the understanding of the motor skill of like, you know, who moves what body part? Like it like does the right head have control of the right body and the like or do both I believe people... I believe that's how it works with this the conjoined twins that I'm speaking of. Like the the one girl controls like the right side of the body, the other girl controls the left side of the body. Like, like I said, I know they had to get two different, they each had to get a driver's license, but when it comes to ticketed events, going to a concert, are they buying one or two? Uh, they're buying one, one ass, one, one, one ass, one chair, one chair, one ticket. Like, so think about it. Like, so you go to a Bills game, like I'm going to take up a seat, right? Right. Like just because they have two heads doesn't mean I have, I'm going to take up an extra chair. Now, if we're conjoined at the shoulder and there's two asses, that means we need two chairs that's two tickets like sure so that to me like that's the difference like it, it comes down to where they're conjoined at pretty much like and whether or not they would take up so like you know when you talk about like airplanes they there you people get to a point where you're you know you're big enough that you they could make you buy a second plane ticket yeah because you're taking up a second seat so like if you have one head but two bodies or like one head, one pair of shoulders, two arms, and then you split and have two asses like those, like you're going to need two chairs, one for each ass. So like you're taking up a second chair, therefore you need a second ticket. Um, I think you'd make the same argument about like ticketed meal events. So like you go to um, say a beer blast, like, you know, it, yes, technically the body, the same body is consuming all the alcohol, but like, you know, head one and head two aren't going to share the same beer. So like, 
No, but they share the same stomach. Right. But like you're still consuming differently. Like, so like you're you're never gonna convince me. And like, because it, it's also been a thing where it's been proven that like they have different tastes. So like, yeah, say you're going to a wedding or you're going to like there, there's some event that you buy a ticket to and the ticket gets you in the door and dinner. Like, and the dinner is like you get a choice of chicken, steak or lobster. And like, I don't like, you know, I don't like seafood, but I love steak. And the other head doesn't like steak or chicken, but love seafood. Well, like, you're going to make me buy two tickets because I'm going to eat two dinners. Sure. Like, which, I mean, that yeah. sucks, but I, I so I, I think that has, I, one, I think it has to do with like how, where you're conjoined and the event at hand. Again, if it's, if it's just one body with two heads, that's, you know, you don't need to buy an extra ticket to a one game. One ass, one seat. Two. Yeah. Yeah. One ass, one seat. Yeah, that makes sense. That's kind of where I was like standing on the topic. Um, why is patience a virtue if the early bird gets the best advantages? Ah, because okay, so the early bird gets the worm, but the second mouse gets the cheese. This is also true. That's why patience is a virtue. You know, I mean, and, and really that just comes down to like being the first one in isn't always a good thing. Right. You know, I mean, uh, when they found King Tut's tomb, you know, there there was, you know, hieroglyph- hieroglyphics and scribes on, uh, scribing on top of the, the, the entrance to King Tut's tomb that says that basically said like, you know, anyone who breaks the threshold of this tomb will, you know, death will come like death will come on swift wings or something like that. And they opened <laughs> it up. And the first two, and people, a lot of those first, people died. Like the first two or three people that walked in just dropped dead. And they were like, "Okay, like let it air out for a second. Okay, like nothing hit them, nothing killed them. Like we don't, we don't see anything. Like right. poison darts. Like the next couple people that walked in, they died too. And people were like, oh shit. And then it turned out that like, oh, uh, they put, like a methane gas leak or something. No, they uh, when they buried King Tut, they actually put a, um. A combination of like flowers, spices, and different stuff that when it decomposed just created a toxic fume or like like basically a poison oh. gas. So they had to like walk in with like gas, like like literal like gas masks and hazmat, hazmat suits, suits. yeah, and like and create like find a way to create airflow after getting those rotting things out of there to like go into King Tut's tomb. Yeah. So like, you know, the early, like, yeah, you were the first one in, but you died. Like early bird gets the worm. Second mouse gets the cheese. Like, you know, it, 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 it depends on the situation, you know, yeah. first one to cross the finish line wins the race, but it depends on what the race is, I guess. This is valid point. Uh, so I have two more. I'm sure that through our conversation, you've probably thought of a couple random ones as well, or maybe not. I don't know. Um, how bad do you think the Wicked Witch of the West smelled if the bitch melted when she got hit by water? So clearly she's never taken a bath. 
Yeah, that's tough. That's tough for sure. She was probably a smelly one. That's probably why she was so grumpy. Yeah, I mean, she probably smelled bad. Like, things probably itched. Yeah. No good. It's no good. Um, No good at all. I I really don't have much input on this one because I under, like, uh, that's more of like a weird, like, quip, I guess, than anything else. Um, you know, that's not like a weird factoid of any kind. That's not like, sure. a, like a, 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 like that's more of like a, huh, how, how bad do you think she smelled if like the first time, I mean, cause she couldn't have showered. Right. Like, yeah, pretty much like that. I agree with that. She probably didn't smell very good. Um, and if she did, she probably smelled like witch BO and witch perfume, which I'm sure witches don't care how bad they smell. So I don't think she cared. Like if, you know, she, if she had like her own little personal, um, physical pleasure assistant, we'll call him or her, whoever it may have been, I'm sure they cared, but if you're banging a witch, you probably don't care how bad the witch smells. Cause you probably don't smell much better yourself. Like I just picture it being like man beast from He-Man or something like that, or whatever the hell that thing's name was. <laughs> the big like red beast man beast man sure yeah the big the, like the big red hairy dude that looked like sasquatch on steroids yeah it's beast man sure uh probably, the last one care how bad she smelled <laughs> the last one i have is uh, kind of along the same lines as that one more of just like a thought provoker um if vampires can't see their own reflections how do they always look so like prim and proper and just like not a hair out of place dressed to the nines. Like they can't see themselves or they, they can't, can't see, see their, their clothes. Like their skin's not, they, their skin doesn't have a reflection, oh, but their clothes yeah, do. Okay. But like, how is their hair always like so perfectly like greased back? I mean, it's not that hard to grease back hair, especially with the amount of product they use. I mean, that is literally just all the moose in the world and comb backwards, and it literally solidifies in two minutes. Want to know how I know? Back when you old nightmare had hair, uh, and it was long enough, I used to slick my hair back in that exact way. Just hair gel and a comb, bud. Didn't take much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, really, the... I, and I know they, they always played, especially in like the classic vampire look, like the pale skin, the slicked back hair with the widow's peak at the front. Um, you know, like it was always supposed to be like, oh, you know, the, the lips were the color of a, you know, of, of someone who was dead. No, he was wearing lipstick like, well, the, the dark eyes, they were they were wearing eyeliner and eyeshadow like, you know, so that would be a better like how do they do that but most <laughs> my my one cat luna just spazzed out for no reason that was pretty funny um my assumption would be that most of these vampires had some type of i mean cuz vampires can't do anything during the day so they have someone doing their their stuff during the day right usually someone <laughs> there's takes actually care of the house uh, uh, there's like, actually a show that's based on that called what we do in the shadows yes Fucking great show. Fucking yeah. love it. 
Yeah. And I mean, that that's a that's a common thing through every almost every level of vampire lore, whether you're talking about um, and I don't know if it was actually in any of the Twilight series, but I'm sure they alluded to it to some extent. Um, but I mean, in like the Blade series and most of your vampire series, like they have familiars, they have humans who do their like the, the Underworld series had them, you know, they had humans who did their stuff during the day because they couldn't. And like they had humans that they had them in underworld. Yeah. Did they? Yeah. They had people who like, cause again, I mean, the vampires are awake and like have enterprises and businesses and things that are like ways to make money, but bill, they have bills to pay. Like you gotta have lights on. You gotta have like, you know, they, they draw the, most of them are rich beyond belief. They drive fancy cars. Like, you know, you can't just operate from sun, like from after sundown to like just before sunup. You need people to do things during the day. Trust me, I know. Yeah, I mean, I lived as a goddamn vampire for years. Not gonna lie. I so mean, I mean, you like do, you, you, do you currently, know, you know damn well how hard it is to like achieve things that need to be achieved when you know you're only awake. I mean, oh, okay, in the winter, like if you're in the Northeast and you're in, it's the winter, and like okay, so five thirty, I can come out and start doing things. Like that's not so bad. But when sundown's not till eight thirty quarter to nine, hard to get much done, right? Especially when you got to play the game of, well, not even like just that, just working overnight and living like that. Like you got to sleep. So now, do I sacrifice sleep in the morning and stay up late? Because I used to get, I used to go to work at five and get out at five in the morning. So now do I sacrifice a couple hours in the morning and stay awake until shit opens up so I can get like my running around done, like going to the bank or something like that? Or do I wake up early and sacrifice sleep and wake up early to go out and get shit done before I go to work? That was always the biggest problem that I had for me. Usually, it was the answer to that was um, during my four days that I worked, I didn't do shit. I would wait until I had my days off, and then it didn't really matter if I slept during the day or woke up early or whatever. Yeah, I mean, so and really to boil all of this back down to the to the root of the question: How do vampires always look so? debonair if they can't see the reflection familiars i think that's a that is a fair and proper response good sir um you got anything popped in your head while we're talking so um (laughs) there is actually a reason for um so jarred green olives are unripe raw product and jarred black olives are half ripe are a half ripe raw product, uh, raw product, but both are processed the same as canned olives. Um, it, so it, it comes down to how they're preserved after being, after being packed in a jar with brine, they're pasteurized rather than sterilized. If the jar was sterilized, there's a good chance the heat would break it. So, there it is. So when they when when olives are in a can, they're sterilized. When they're in a jar, they're not. 
Mm. Yeah. I don't know why that is. I'm not reading. I'm not going to dive any further into that article. I don't need to know, but it is, it does. So it does have to do with the preservation thereof. Mm. Makes sense. So, yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I thought of a couple while we were talking and then I went on my, um, my diatribes on the different topics and I kind of forgot. So what do you think happens to your thoughts when you forget them? Like, where do they go? Like they're uh, still in your head somewhere. Knowing me, they go to some, somebody else who like, <laughs> they go to the same place as all the, the fucking random socks that you lose when you put them in the fucking washer and dryer. And then you come out with like missing socks. Yes. That's exactly where that goes. Uh, I'm convinced that somebody has like a, uh, some type of receptor that like picks up my thoughts because it all, it always almost seems like within two to like two weeks to two months of me having a thought, somebody else takes the thought and runs with it to the point that I literally had a thought like two days ago. And I just saw somebody else in the baseball world is literally just starting to do the exact same thing that I just thought that I thought about doing. And I'm like, son of a bitch. Could have been the first. Sucks. Could have been the first, but you know, here's me, my thumb up my ass, just, you know, having good ideas and not, you know, not shitting or getting off the pot sitting here with, you know, my legs falling asleep and scrolling, TikTok. scrolling, TikTok. Oh God. Oh, <clears throat> uh, you know it. So, um, how bad is that when you like, you're fucking sitting there for so long, you're both your legs go to sleep and then you're just like fuck how do i even get off the fucking toilet because like it's like ticklishly painful like from your ass cheeks down to your toes and then it just goes completely numb like oh i hate it it happens to me more often than i'd like to admit uh, but it's like you have to get up and get off because if you don't, it's never going to go away. It's only going to get worse. Yeah. It, it, like, truth be told, I have definitely like prolonged sitting there just so I didn't have to deal with like the pins and needly pain in my feet. I've which tried is the that worst too. Thing ever. It's just the worst thing ever. Yeah. But, um, Damn it. I like earlier today, I saw something on Instagram that would have been perfect for this, but I didn't know we were doing it. So I didn't save it. Yeah. Uh, man, that sucks. I had like, it was really good. Uh, what do you think about Elon Musk buying Twitter? Uh, it's interesting to say the least. To say the least, indeed. Like, to actually have a conversation about that, we have to get way too political, and we're not going to do that here. No. Um, uh, I will say, I think it's going to... even the playing field a little bit. I think... I, I interestingly saw a thing today that like the employees of Twitter are in a, are in a huff about it, which kind of makes me laugh 
for a lot of reasons. Because, like, I mean, doesn't Elon Musk have a pretty solid, like, reputation for, like, treating his employees really well? Yes. So, like, and they're all up in a huff about it. Like, I don't want to work for a company that guy owns. Like, and let's be honest, up until, what, a year or two ago, everyone was like, Elon Musk is daddy. Like, he's going to take us to the... He's going to take us to Mars. He's going to take us to all this stuff. And then, like, he said on Twitter one day that he took the red pill. And all of a sudden, he's, like, public enemy number one. And now everyone, a lot of people think that Twitter is going to be an absolute shit show because they're not going to censor certain voices anymore. And it's not just that. I mean, it's, yeah, you know, not he's on he's on the wrong side of things too. With people being like, well, you know, the the pulp, like you know the the like the people at the top get richer, and then like the people at the bottom will see the benefits of that. And it's like, no, they won't. They're just gonna you know shoot themselves into space. And it's like, yeah, because again, it's no one else's responsibility to make you rich. I don't know, but again, right. we're getting. Like I, like I said, to, I have, to really have I this conversation, imagine, I just couldn't imagine like working for a company, then like realizing that the owner of said company has political ideals that you don't align with, and being like, I don't want to work here anymore. Really? Yeah, I don't. I don't understand that. I just, I don't understand that. Like, like that's the weirdest part about the world we live in right now is people are ready to just throw things out or quit or leave or i mean friendships family members like oh my god you didn't vote for so-and-so or you voted for so-and-so i can't speak to you anymore yeah like it's become like i want to one of the things i I saw this on a sign today and it was like um we need a lot less trump and biden and a whole lot more me and you and like I mean, it really, that's what it is. Like you have such a, a glaring problem and it like, <laughs> it's one of my favorite things ever, especially like with some of my coworkers and stuff to be like, if you want to piss both sides off, just like, just utter the following statement in the presence of either of either side of the political spectrum, Donald Trump may have gone down in history as one of the, if not the greatest president we have ever had. If he could have just shut the fuck up for five goddamn minutes. Yeah. And like, because what do people, people don't remember the economy. What, like, I mean, uh, hopefully they do now. They don't remember gas prices. They don't remember like, you know, how, like how, how, I mean, we didn't really have any major dustups with any other country. Like, you know, he put things in place that made other countries like, Oh, God damn it. I gotta like, I gotta play ball with America again. Fuck. Like, right. And, I mean, well, the biggest all- the biggest thing was was because he was a fucking lunatic, and you didn't know what he was gonna do. Like I mean, he, you know, he he was that dude that like, you know, I, I mean, somebody you act s- it up. You spit on his lawn, he's gonna burn your house down. Like, you, like somebody somebody acts up, and he looks like fuck around and find out. And for the first time in years, people were like, I don't want to find out if he's. 
as crazy as I think he is. Right. All right. Uh, guys, guys, shut, shut down the fucking around for a bit. Like, right. But, but what, but what do people, what, what, what is his entire presidency going to boil down to his he rants on shut Twitter, the fuck up on Twitter, his rants on Twitter, his inability, like, because he did, he, because he knew that there were some like, and this is one of the big things like, people on one side have no issue, like curtailing to the worst parts of their demographics that vote for them. They have no problem doing it. No. The worst parts of the other side are probably just as bad, but historically speaking, I mean, they're not good at all. Like you, no. there's no, there's no defending them. Like the dudes that walk around with torches and pitchforks and white cloaks and, and stuff like you can't defend those people. You just can't. No, no you cannot. You know, the, 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 the opposite equivalent you like, you can find ways to defend in different reasons, historical fallacy or not, whatever. But like he would, he could not sit there. He like, he, he physically was unable to be like, those people suck yeah. because you're alienating people who vote for you and they vote for you based on like one itty bitty thing, but his inability to be like, they suck means that itty bitty thing means this is what he stands for. And like, it's just, it was such a polarizing thing. This yeah. dude probably could have went down as one of the best we've ever had. If he would have just said what he needed, said the right things at the right times and shut the fuck up the rest of the time. If he just sat in office, did his thing. And then in four years been like, I fucking told you. I told you I won. I'm great. People would have been like <sighs> hard to argue with. Right. But instead, I he, mean, just like through the way the economy and everything is going right now. I mean, I could sure go for like a dollar 70 gas and a mean tweet right about now. I mean, and like, I, I agree with you. And the <laughs> shitty part, like, like, but the shittiest part about that is like. He went out in the worst possible way. Yeah. Like to the point that he's still claiming he was robbed. Like you, you've hired nine different outside agencies. Nobody, nobody's found proof, but you're, you're dying on that Hill. Well, that's it. He's done. Like, yeah. Like this, this would be like, Oh wait, this is like Yankees fans living on 27 rings. (laughs) Cool, bro. Right. Like, oh, man, that got way too political for a hot second. I don't like it. it. We don't it, we, we're not doing that again. Right. It is. It is going to be very interesting to see what happens in 24, though, to see where uh, the pendulum swings. 2024. We're all fucked. W- right. Like, it's just going to be very 2024. The nightmare and rotten Jack. I'm listen. I'm going on. I'm going on Canva. I'm making us an election hey, sign. You'll be, you'll be, you're old enough to run for president. We should oh, shit. Fucking start this right now. Let's go. Common debauchery 2024. Right. Uh, let's do it. But uh, actually, I think that's we're, we're, we're a good spot here. I think yeah, uh, you know, about an hour. You, you put the, uh, you know, you, you put the, the, the stuff at the front. We put our, our beard struggle ad in there. We're going to be right around an hour. It's a good spot, a good place to cut it. So, uh, Common debauchery, part of the BICBP radio network, www.bicbp-radio.com. Uh, find us on there. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, everywhere you get your podcasts from. If you're hearing our voices, you know where to find us, which is kind of cool. Uh, like, follow, share, subscribe. Find us on social media, both on uh, Facebook, Common Debauchery. Just type in Common Debauchery. We're the only thing that pops up. 
And then you can follow us both individually on Twitter. Uh, my Twitter, my personal Twitter is currently private uh, due to coaching obligations and you know things of the sort and just kind of laying under the radar. But my Instagram is free and clear. Uh, if you look in the summary part, you can find all of our stuff down there uh, underneath the episode. And uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. As always, we love hearing you guys. And with that being said, I'm the Nightmare. And I'm Rotten Jack. And this has been Common Debauchery. This is Generic American Sports Podcast Center. Hey, guys. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Generic American Sports Host Podcast Thing. Today... In sporting news, some things happened that were some stuff and some other things. Some statistical values to back up those things are this. As you can see, the thing I just said statistically did happen. Yo, wait a minute. I feel like I could listen to this show anywhere and be just as bored. Why am I listening to this stuff? You want a better sports experience from your podcast? Head over to Hats, Tats, and Stats on the BICBP radio network. Not generic, not boring, and a little out there sometimes. Tune in to Hats, Tats, and Stats on the BICBP radio network. <laughs>